Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. We've been talking about righteous about um how that really works. I didn't wasn't stalling when I first told you that. I'm really I'm really catching that. It's really important that you get that. Like I kind of left off on that, and I wanted to pick it up. It's really important because it took me. It took me years to figure this stuff out. Is that okay? Does that make sense? Like, I didn't know. I didn't know what happened. I'm just being serious with you. I didn't know what happened. I didn't know, like, oh, okay, so wh- when did you get dominion back? You know, we just say, oh, you got it with the cross. No, you got it with his name. So you better start using that name. You start telling this coronavirus every day, the name of Jesus is against you. I curse you in the name of Jesus. Do that 15, 20 times a day. You want to get that curve? They're all on there. Let me tell you about the church. The church better wake up and stop hiding and start telling people what we believe. And start telling this thing in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's it. Just tell it in the name of Jesus or dominion. It's as good as Jesus saying it. But you got to build that consciousness in you that it is. That's why we got to get righteousness. Look at this. Let me give you some scriptures here. Um. Look at it. Romans 4.25. Man, I'll tell you what. We might, we might hang out in Romans just for a minute, just so you could see this. My God in heaven, I'll read you some, some opportunities. Romans 4.25. If you want to put it in Amplified, that's fine with me. Um, I think it's powerful. I'm just going to find the King James for you so I can read it. Study at home. Take out your Bible. Take out your phone. You know what I mean? Get the Word of God. Put it in you. How many know the Word of God in you is what changes you? Jesus said, you know, I was thinking about something. Jesus said, I, 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 I am, am the root system for the branches to produce fruit. You should be producing fruit. If you ain't producing fruit, you probably ain't, you probably ain't listening. All right? Look at this. In Romans uh, 4.25, it says, who was betrayed and crucified because of our sins. See that? Jesus was betrayed and crucified for our sins and was raised from the dead because of our justification, our acquittal absolving us of all sin before God. Man, put that in your spirit. Did you read that? See that? My God in heaven. What does that mean? You see that? Look at that. Who was betrayed and crucified. Why? Because of our sins and was raised from the Dead because of our Jesus died and was risen from the dead. See, you can't see in why did Jesus have to man, this stuff's gonna be so good. Let me tell you what the next month, don't don't not be here. Whatever we gotta do. I don't care if you gotta satellite your head in. Pop that up there. Let, let me just read this. Oh, you get me? There's an anointing in here, man. I'm telling you, seriously, this is gonna be revelation, riv- riveting revelation. Life-changing, picking you up and throwing you forward. This is so good. All right, God's going to do this thing. I got to unfold it. So just really pay attention, okay? Because you pulled me through the screen. It's true. And was raised from the dead. Why do you have to have a body? Because in his body is the only way me and you could find justification. So without his resurrected body, and the body breaks the veil, See, it's the body, I'll talk about it Sunday a little bit. It's the body that brought us into the holy of holies because you weren't getting in there without a body. 
So you, the only way to get to that holy place in God, we had to have that resurrected body. So when you got in the body, you got in Christ, you got in the power, you got in the resurrection, you got in justification. Now look, see, I ain't rolling with my justification. <laughs> I'm in him. Why, how am I raised from the dead? Because I'm in him. How am I justified? I'm in him. How am I seated at the right hand in heavenly place? I thought that's where he sits. I'm in him, so I sit with him. Everything because of him is put in me, placed me in him, and that's how I got it. So without him, you ain't got nothing. Look, look, look at Romans 5 and 1. Being therefore declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God. Now, this ain't, this ain't coming and going stuff, guys. Look at Romans 5 and 1. Amplified is perfect. And then I'm going to use some of the message, too. I think I kind of messed around a little bit. But if whatever you got, whatever you got it in for, those, for, for that, that's cool. And if we, can we get, the, we get the message, too? Good, beautiful. Okay. Therefore, since we have been justified, right? Look at that. Sounds just like it, doesn't it? Therefore, since we've been justified, that is acquitted of sin, declared blameless before God. Don't that sound familiar? Don't that sound familiar? I'm, I'm right here. Where am I? Wait. No, I'm wrong way. Right about here. This thing. Look at this thing. Wrong way. Darn it. Look at, wait, look at that. Since we, see? You guys got to read this stuff, man. You see this? Look, wait. Look at the beautiful scriptures. Look, therefore, since we've been justified, this is like playland for me. Therefore, since we, my AD, my spiritual ADD's kicking in, you feel it? I'm gonna be like getting a light. Next week, I want a thing. I'm gonna be like, what side is it on? I'm gonna wanna be in like 3D next week, flying around. Woo! Therefore, since, now read this though. Therefore, since we have been justified, since we have been, well, what do you mean we have been justified? We have been acquitted of sin. Once you've been acquitted of sin, you've been acquitted of sin because of what he's done. So because of what Jesus did, you've been acquitted for life. You got to lose sin consciousness, man, because sin consciousness is robbing your faith. Sin consciousness is robbing your prayer life. Sin consciousness is robbing too much. Okay? Blameless before God, by faith, let us grasp the fact that we have peace with God. We got peace with who? God. And the joy of reconciliation with him through our Lord in Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. So you got justification, you got peace, you got reconciliation. Who did that? Jesus. Okay, here is this then. The declaration that we must understand is this, is that when Christ arose from the dead, he arose because righteousness had been set to our account. Very important. When we, do you understand that? Peace came in the fellowship. Here's the key. When Jesus Christ arose from the dead, he arose because righteousness had been set to our account. When we accept Jesus Christ as Savior, that righteousness becomes part of our being because we become partakers of a divine nature. The divine nature is righteousness, so we become righteous with his nature, his own righteousness. Did you get that? Now let's go read 2 Corinthians 5, 17, 18, and 19. Okay? This is important. And you know, you know this stuff because you were born again of incorruptible seed and you've taken on a divine nature. How'd you take a divine nature? Because of divine promises. Does that make sense? You remember that? 
You guys remember that stuff? If you don't, I'll read it to you, but I want you to know that you, you are a partaker of divine promises. Remember that? I'm going to show you in a minute. I'll take you to 2 Peter after. We're going to go to 2 Peter, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2 after this, okay? So now just write these scriptures down. This is Bible study, right? Therefore, if any man is in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him. So faith joins you into him, okay? He is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. Now, when he says new creature, you ain't you. You don't, I said this to somebody, man, I'm telling you this. You don't even know who you are. This is why you could do, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is not arrogance or me being egotistically weird. I don't know how else to say it. Well, how can you come and tell me stuff you don't even know who I am? I don't even know who you are. You ain't you no more. You're what he says you are. So now we just got to locate, what do you think about you? Because you probably don't think good enough about you. That's what he tells you in Jeremiah. He said, my ways ain't your ways. My thoughts ain't your thoughts. He said this. He said, he's trying to get these guys to understand something, that I don't think about you the way I think. I only got good thoughts. Isaiah, I only got good thoughts about you. I don't have no evil thoughts about you. I don't have bad thoughts about you. The church kind of maybe jacked it up. Wherefore, look at this. So now watch this now. Reborn, renewed by the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you where the problem happens with this thing is you guys, if you're not careful, the church will keep a sin consciousness because after the rebirth, your unrenewed mind got you in some trouble. And because of it, you think it's accountable to your account. But I got news for you. You have perpetual forgiveness. Now, this is where it's good. Now, here, though, the smarter you get in God, the more responsible you have to be. That's why people get mad at me. They don't want to be around here. That's why sometimes being, it's easier to be stupid and not be around here. That's why you guys are brilliant. Yeah, because people don't want to know this because then they become accountable. I had the one guy who was the best. He was a wrestler. Seriously, he's a real wrestler. Like, rest, I ain't going to mention names or stuff, but he was a real wrestler. Like, WWE crazy stuff wrestler. And he came to my house. I told you a story. I ever tell him that? He come in, and he was, like, trying to get this thing, and he, 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 want, he, he was wearing me out. And I said, dude, you need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Stop jerking around. You're screwing around. They were taking horse tranquilizers. Those guys were in so much pain. They were shooting horse tranquilizers. He, he passed away years later. But it was, it was really bad. It was, <laughs> it was kind of really weird. But I, I don't know why I'm telling this story. I don't know. There's nobody in the room. That's why. So anyway, but <laughs> I was like... And I was like, thank God he's in heaven, all right? So here's the moral story. He's in heaven, okay? Okay? But it wasn't good. I was like, what are you doing? They're like shooting like horse tranquilizers because they're in pain. Those guys are really in pain. Like, that's not a joke. You can't f jump off stuff and bang your head and not get hurt. I don't care. Well, wrestling's fake. It ain't that fake. <laughs> jump in the air right now and fall on the ground. See how that feels. Not do it off of a cage. These guys are crazy. So I said, you need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. And I ain't going to sit here all day and wait for you to get filled with the Holy Ghost because I got to leave. So he came in the house, and I was like, come on, dude, pray. And I was single back then. And he come in. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, come on. And he's like, all right, all right, what do I do? I was like, sit down. And I got him filled with the Holy Ghost. He's like, blah, blah, blah. And he, he was really cool because when he got filled with the Holy Ghost, he said this to me. He goes, I went home, and it felt like every ounce of pain in my heart left my body. He was so broken. I said, wow, that's cool. Starts his journey, calls me up, comes to church a couple times, right? Comes back in about a month, and he goes like this. He goes, bro, he goes, I cannot stand you. 
I go, why? He goes, man, he goes, when I try to go out and I know I'm going to have a good time, I hear you in my ear. <laughs> he goes, I go out, I hear, I'm in the club, hey, I hear you in my ear. I want to go party, I hear you in my ear. I could hear your voice in my head. I said, wait till you start seeing my face pop out through the wall, bro. And it was funny, it's like it's easier to almost stay in a position of not knowing nothing because then you're not accountable for anything. And that's why people sometimes don't like to hear the truth at the level of truth because now it keeps you accountable or it makes you choose accountability or non-accountability. That's on you. So it's easier not to know than have to live it sometimes. That's why some people are just like, I don't wanna know because once I know I'm accountable, okay? But you know, because you are smart. But how about this? Don't. I'm always careful about light, because he puts the candle on, don't let him dim it down. Because if you're careful, he'll blow that candle out, you won't see no more. That's why I don't reject truth when you see it. That's foolishness, he'll dim that candle. They walked around the church, he said, and in, in, in the book of Revelations, he said, you looking around looking for light, he said, I took the light out. There ain't no more light there, because you don't wanna really know, but you guys wanna know, so it's different. So understand when you're getting this up. So Pastor Chris, I didn't know what I was doing. Don't worry, you're gonna learn what you're doing. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, see this new creature? So old things have passed away. The previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. You're brand new right now. You got to get that understanding that he did away with sin. Now, sin will drag up your life in the thing like this. Then, Pastor Chris, what happens when I sin? It ruins my God consciousness. It ruins my position of faith. You're not going to see the good life of Christ living in the mentality of the unrenewed mind of the sinner. You're not going to achieve it. You can't. Because every time you try to go get bold in the things of faith and the things of God, you're going to be pulled down to this consciousness of the wrong thing. So your character is messed up. But here's the thing. Your conscience is messed up because you can't really be strong in the things of God because these other things are gripping you. They're not stopping you from heaven I'm going to tell you right now, people are going to get mad at me. I don't really care. It ain't, sin ain't stopping you from heaven. He took care of sin once and for all. You know what sin's going to do? It's going to rob you of heaven and earth. You're not going to have power here. You're going to be, the devil beat you up like a ping pong ball. He just ping pong you around because you ain't got no power. You got power, but you're not. So you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a really diffused, diluted Christianity, and it isn't the Christianity that Christ wants us to live. It's not even just watered down. It's, it's not powerful. It's a form of it, but not the real next level. So that's why you don't want to touch it. You can get away with everything if you really want to, but you're going to diffuse yourself with power. It's true, man. This is true. People should teach this stuff. Because people are like, well, I'm getting on. Yeah, you can, but you're going to live a miserable life on the earth. You're going to be scared like all these other people and worried about everything else. Don't worry about it. God's got you, and you're going to a new level. Okay? So now, you're Pastor Chris, you're giving us a license to sin. You already, you don't need a license. You're doing a real good job without a license of doing it. So what, do I, what am I giving you a license for? I ain't giving you no license. I'm just trying to tell you that you can do whatever you want to do, and you could all run around, do what you want to do, or you could go to another level of faith and walk in victory at another level. Okay, now that I said all that, the previous moral and spiritual traditions have passed away. Go, keep going. Watch this. New things have become because a spiritual awakening brings a new life. This brand new life. This perpetual new life never stops. Okay? So if you could do it like this, Let's just say you stay in it. You never leave new. You never leave new. I promise you it's true. Look, keep reading it. Let's just read 18. But all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ 
making us acceptable to him and gave us the ministry of reconciliation so that by our example, we might bring others to him. So we have the ministry of reconciliation. We've been reconciled to God because of what Christ Jesus did. Now let me ask you a question. How do you get your friends and loved ones to reconcile to God? You get Jesus. You give them Jesus, they're reconciled unto God. How did me and you get reconciled to God? We accepted Jesus. How does anybody get reconciled to God? You accept Jesus. So once you accept Jesus, reconciliation, and you got the ministry of what? Sharing Jesus, which is the ministry of reconciliation. Beautiful. Look at 19. Watch this. That is, now watch when you read this. That is, you, you better get this, man. You got to really meditate while I'm talking to you. It's, I know you are, but you really got to think. You can't just read this flippant. You got to like read it slow. That is what? God was in Christ. Reconciling the world to himself. So God said, you know what? If I'm over, I got to fix it. I got to get in Christ and get in the earth. Are you saying God came in the earth? Yeah, I am. He came in through Christ. That, how God get in the earth now? Through the Holy Ghost in me and you. You got God in you, bro. I'm telling you, but you got to get a revelation that people walking around like, I don't think I got God in me. You got God in you. So God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Jesus, my God. Not counting people's sin against them, but canceling them, and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. That is what? Restoration of favor with God. He took sin and canceled it. Let me ask a question. So did he, let me ask, did he cancel sin up into the point of salvation, and then he put sin's availability back on you after it? No, he did not. He canceled sin once and for all. He said once and for all, he nailed it to a cross. Sin's done. Now, the problem with the believer is you're coming in out of faith. That's where you all get screwed up. You come out of faith. Once you come out of faith, you step in unrighteousness. See, once you step in unrighteousness, you get in unbelief. Once you get in unbelief, you get out of that faith realm. You get out of unrighteousness. Now you're in sin. Sin at the end leads to death. You understand that? You got one problem, Christian, faith or unfaith. Faith or unbelief, that's it. And I'm getting to the point where unbelief is sin conscious. I'm telling you, man, this sin conscious thing is big. Faith is here, okay? Unbelief, that's in sin consciousness. It's all wrapped in this thing. Fear, sin consciousness. You ain't got no fear. You got, you got sin conscious, you're going to be fear. You got no sin conscious, you ain't going to have no fear. I promise you, man, it's either right. I'm going to break it down like this. It's, you could say this. The whole, he said it in the Bible. He said, what does righteousness have to do with unrighteousness? What does light have to do with darkness? You could say it like this. Righteousness or unrighteousness. You're operating in one realm or the other. Because faith is in righteousness. Unbelief is in unrighteousness. God consciousness is here. Sin consciousness is here. This whole thing is whether I'm walking in the realm I'm supposed to be walking in or not. Now, the key is well, how renewed is your mind? And everything, well, why are we goofy? Because our mind's unrenewed to the message, and the purity of the message is really got to be careful because a lot of times you never heard this stuff, so you got like this dual nature. You get all this jerked up teaching. You know, and this is why I wish to God I could just teach. I can't talk about righteousness for nine months. I might, but I'm going to tell you now, man, I ain't leaving this for a while because the response I'm getting from people, people don't know this stuff. It's good, though. This is what you need to learn. You need me screaming around, screaming about something, and then you leave here, and then you got to go wait till next week I scream. You know what I told him one time? 
I'm going to teach it. You go home and shout. Come back next week. I'll teach something else. You go home and shout. You, instead of just coming and shouting on Sunday, shout on Sunday and be beat up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. No, I'm going to teach on Sunday, Wednesday, and you, you shout Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then we come back and teach you some more. I'm a righteous God and crazy. Stop talking like you some clown. You ain't no sinner saved by grace. I'm just a sinner saved by grace, brother. No, you ain't. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Well, you know, I'm just a wormy old sinner. That's why I ain't singing that song. I don't care what you say. Reconciliation comes to us through the, now remember this, reconciliation comes to us through the new creation. All right? You understand that? When were we reconciled in God? When we became a new creature. The moment we receive eternal life, our spirits are recreated. We become God's very son and daughter. With the new creation comes reconciliation and righteousness and fellowship. Did you get that? Reconciliation, fellowship, righteousness. Woo, praise God. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. Jesus, this is so good. This is so good. Write this down. This is so good. You ready? Our fellowship with God is main truth. Through, <laughs> I don't even know where I get this stuff. I want to slap. God, you so good. I don't want to go to heaven just yet because I like, I got to be here in the earth for all these goofy people to help them. But when I go to heaven, I'm going to be happy because, man, God is so good. I'm getting lit just doing this right here. Watch. Our fellowship, you got to get this. I'm telling you, get it, Brother Lynn. You got to get this, man. Listen, how many people in the room? Don't worry about it. There ain't that many people in the room. We obeyed the law. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And me makes eight, so be quiet. Amen? That's on eight. And they six feet apart. Well, they, you, you guys are a little close, but you in the same house, so that's cool. Everybody else got sick. I went to the store yesterday. Oh, my God. I went to the store with Pastor Liz the other day, and I, I pulled it on. I was like, excuse me, ma'am, you need to be six feet away from me. And people started looking around like, is he serious? Like, I didn't know her. Like, you need to be six feet away from me. Sorry, ma'am. You need to have six feet of separation. Yeah, I did it. I didn't care. I was having fun. Did I forget the revelation? No, because I got it in my notes. But listen to this. Now, pull this in. Write it down. Man, my fellowship with God is maintained through Jesus' intercession. Write that down. Don't just give me a shout yet. So my fellowship is maintained through the intercession of Jesus or maintain. My, so my fellowship with God never gets hindered because Jesus is the mediator of intercession to keep me in his presence. You better get this. Because see, sin separated me and you, right? So Jesus is what? See that at the right? He's making intercession for me and you. So when we look like a bozo in the earth and we're doing all this goofy stuff, you out there cussing and acting like a clown, he's got the blood. Jesus starts making intercession and goes to the mercy seat where he put the blood, his blood. And when it comes there, he says, sorry, can't put it on him because I took it off him. Sorry, can't put it on him because I took it on me. Sorry, can't put coronavirus on him because I put coronavirus on me. Can't put sick on him because I put sick on me. Can't put broke on him. I put broke on me. Who did that? Can't put it on. And the devil sits there day and night accusing the brethren. Can't put it on him. Because he put it on him. He's making intercession. He's the only one that can make intercession for me and you. He's the only one who paid the price for me. 
See that? But fellow, so watch this. When you think you break fellowship, you don't. That's why the biggest misconception of the church is when you're jacked up, they run away from God. You jacked up, you should run to God because Jesus is making intercession. Man, did I just fix somebody's head? Jesus is standing there making intercession for me right now. So when the devil or the accusations of the earth try to come against you, Jesus said, they're going, nah, sorry, can't put it on. <laughs> fellowship is maintained by Jesus. Oh, my God in heaven. Did you get that? Am I the only one get that? My, my, my fellowship is not based by my performance. It's based by Jesus' maintenance plan. I'm going to throw something. I got to stay away from stuff. Did you just get that? Did you just hear that? I'm pulling wires out of my head back here. All right, I'm good. Did you get that? Now let that sink in. My fellowship with God is not maintained by my performance. It's maintained by Jesus' intercession for me. So if I get too far out, Jesus is like, yo, you can't get that far out because I'm interceding for you. So this performance thing is out the window because Jesus maintains my relationship with God through intercession because he's the mediator of a better covenant. <laughs> I'm a bad man. <laughs> That's the word of God in my mouth. You hear that? That's the truth about you. Don't believe all this nitwit stuff they try to have religion. Try to tell you, oh, who you think you are? Y'all, this. He's just a worm. You ain't no worm. Only thing worms are good for is going fishing. He is what? He's my what? Righteousness. Now, you understand this now. He gave you this righteous position because of what he did. Righteousness gives us our standing with the Father now. It gives us the right to use the Jesus' name now. Our position as sons, victory over the adversary. Man, the devil, he don't want, I mean, let us punch the devil in the face. Because he's starting to really bug me. Because I just started, this stuff started, to make, this thing's messing up everybody's life. Let me tell you about the devil. He don't want you to know you got power and authority over him. And let me tell you something. Look at all, oh, I'm going to get, now I'm going to get in trouble. Well, I don't really care. This mess ain't got nothing to do with God. You understand me? None of this stuff God. Steal, kill, and destroy don't got nothing to do with God. Let me explain that. If God is kind of like getting the pulse like a little bit, like, you know, feeling what's going on, this ain't God. This ain't God's wake-up call to the nitwits. Uh, 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 uh. That gives the church, dude, let me tell you what that message does. It gives the church a weak position to stand against it. Like, well, maybe God's trying to teach us something. God ain't teaching you nothing with steal, kill, and destroy because I'm here. Now, when we're gone, I don't know what God's going to do. Then, if he lifts his hand back, we're in trouble. Is this, did this get God's attention? Give me a break. God is a good God. You understand? Look, now, yeah, I know I understand that somebody got to pay for the sin of the earth, but guess what? It's the devil. Man's goofy. Let me ask you a question. How are you going to blame lost man for acting lost? How are you supposed to blame lost man for acting lost? Now, church got to take its spot. I understand, but come on, man. The church ain't taking place. Go tell the devil, go back to hell where he belongs. Stand there, call fire out the sky if you can. I don't know what you got to do, but I'm going to tell you what. You need to be confessing righteous stuff. It's true. <laughs> and you in Christ, you know what in Christ means? No, you want to know what in Christ? You know in 2 Corinthians 5, 17? Wherefore, if any man be in Christ, means that when a man is born again, he comes into Christ. Go look at 2 Corinthians 5, 17. I know we read it, but right? Therefore, if any man, he's, see what he says there? He's grafted in. So the minute you get born again, you know what happens? You go into Christ's body. Now, you ain't in you no more. Now, how does that happen? That's a spiritual miracle. 
Now you say, well, I'm right here in the flesh. No, you're not. You're the body of Christ. Does that make sense? Watch this. In Christ means that when a man is born again, he comes into Christ. Now this is cool, right? We are in him. Look at Romans 6 and 5. Look at Romans 6 5. Everybody say Romans 6 5. Come on, go look at this. You want to see this? See, I got a lot of scriptures. What you want to do? Preach Reader's Digest up here? Tell you what I want? This is what I think. Who cares what I think? Let's tell you what the Bible says. You get more word in here? Look, I looked up there. I'm looking for my thing right here. I'm a, this is so cool. You can even see me behind it. Don't move the camera. Dude, now I'm, I am the word. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. I feel like Jesus right here, bro. That should be my wallpaper right there. That is so cool. Man, I can't wait for next week. God knows what we'll have, right? For if any, if any, for if any, <laughs> any man, I love this. For if we have become one with him, uh-oh, permanently united in the likeness of his death, we will also certainly be one with him and share fully in the likeness of his resurrection. You fully dead, now you're fully alive. That's what Jesus, that was his idea. I didn't write the Bible, I'm just reading it. Right? So watch this. So check this out. So look at this. So if, if we become fully united with likeness in him in death, we shall also be likeness in resurrection. There is where the union with Christ takes place. The union means that what? Wherefore, if any man is in Christ, where he is or he is a new creation. Okay? It's not a problem. It's not a problem of your sins being forgiven, nor a problem or you didn't repent right, or you're all jacked. You, you birth. You brand new. Brand new. Like a baby. Natural man without God ain't got no choice. I got news for you. He who believes on him. Look at John 5, 24. This is important scripture. Just write them down. It declares what? That he who believes on him has passed from death and coming to life. There is no more judgment. Man, you can't be judged. You, I'm telling you right now. Read this scripture. How are you going to get around this? You do not get eternally judged. You ain't going to that judgment seat. Lost people are going to be judged. Saved people are going to be held accountable for what they knew. That's the truth. People don't know that stuff. They think, I'm going to go to heaven and see God, and God's going to judge me. God ain't judging me. I'm going to white beam of seat. That's the seat of righteous man stands before, and then he tries your works. Some of you are going to get in trouble. <laughs> I hope to God we don't got to watch no video of some of you. Some of you are going to be scary, bro. You think you, got, you think you got DVD up there? Oh, my God, I hope to God not. You know some of these people in the church? God knows what they're doing. I assure you, you got to laugh more, man. There's not that many people in here. Are you actually working that camera too? All right, well, watch me. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, the person who hears my word, the one who heeds my message and believes and trusts in him who sent me has possessed now eternal life. That is what eternal life actually begins. When? Now. The believer is transformed and does not come into judgment and condemnation. You better read the Bible. Read the Bible. What did he say about the believer? He ain't getting judged and ain't got no condemnation. If he ain't got no judgment and condemnation, why are you condemning yourself? 
Romans 8, 1 said, there's near now no condemnation in Christ Jesus. For the Lord, the spirit of life in Christ has set me free from the laws of death. So the believer is what? You're the, rich, you're the first transformer. You thought they made that movie with those cars turning into robots, man. Not as about You are. You're a transformer. You're the original. Yeah, who's that guy? Yeah, who's the other one, the big guy? Yeah, you original Optimus Prime. Somebody don't even know what I'm talking about. All you people that don't know what I'm talking about, just leave me alone. I'm preaching like nine people. I'm doing a great job. Come on. All right? I appreciate it, nine million, and you people should be home shouting me. Somebody should be sending me hearts or something. Are they sending me stuff? If I go on, forget it. If I put the phone on, forget it. I'll, with this thing... Here and the phone, it'll be over. It'll be done. I can't, I can't, I'll be like, hey, look at me. I'm behind the word. Look, look, I go, da-da-da, da-da-da. This is too much fun. This is how you get your new workout. Amen? Praise the Lord. All right. Believer is what? Transformed and does not come into judgment and condemnation. Did that what that said? Yeah, it did. I just told you that, didn't I? So you ain't going to get judged and condemnation's gone. Why? That's the hope that God gave us through reconciliation. You lost the satanic nature because you can't have two natures at the same time. Because you can't belong to two families at the same time. You're in God's family. Now watch this now. Let me show you something here. You ready? Now what God recreated? Your spirit. Now your intellect needs to be renewed and your body needs to be fixed because your body's crazy if you leave it alone. You got to fix that thing, okay? What did I tell you about 2 Peter? We're going to go there, right? Go to 2 Peter 1, 2. I'm going to read this now. You got to see this. I want to see what the Amplified says. Praise be to God. So you got to understand something here now. Stay with me because now I'm going to flow a little bit, okay? Now you got to get this, okay? Your judgment and condemnation cannot be put on you because he got judged and condemned for you. You can't put, that's why you had to get, you listen to me? Pay attention, this is good. And I know when I say that, don't think, I'm not rebuking you. I'm just trying to get your attention because you need to really pay attention. This stuff's, this stuff's deep. You never heard this stuff before. I don't even know what I'm getting ready to say. I swear to you, I don't. I have no idea what I'm getting ready to say. I swear to you. But I know I'm on the vein. I'm in a good pocket. I'm in a good pocket right here. I, you trust God. You know how I get this stuff? You young preachers need to pay attention. This is how I get it. You step out and nothing. He opens it up. You feel like he's opening it, and then you slide in, and you just trust him. It's always on the edge. But if you pay attention, you'll get it. I don't get You think I get this stuff. I got notes for this? I got no notes for this. But don't ever stop it because it's flowing if you catch it. Now watch this. Okay? Now, now pull this in. Judgment and condemnation was put on him, Jesus. So because it was put on him, it can't be put on you. That is why the new birth is so important, because you needed to get out of you and get in him. Because the minute you got in him through the new birth experience, what he took off of you on the cross and gave you the benefits of the victory, the only way to get it is get in him, because we had to get out of you, because you were stuck in the first Adam, the second Adam fixed the whole thing. So this is why being in the body is so important. Now, I'm going to show you something right here now. This is where the problem starts. The minute you try to get out of the body into your good works and your holy living and all this other stuff, you come out of the position where you received all the benefits based on faith and grace. Stay here. Don't work 
this side because this side don't get you nothing but judgment. He said, man, this is over here. He said, this ain't going to get you nothing. He said, if the heir acts like a slave, he ain't getting jacked. Stop going over here thinking you're going to get it through what you did through works. You ain't going to get nothing through what you did through works. Stay in the body. So once you get a new in him reality, you say, what? Well, I'm in Christ. Why do I got to be in Christ? Because in him, judgment is taken off me. Condemnation is taken off me. Guilt is taken off me. The penalty of sin is taken off me. The only thing I got is victory, victory, victory. Come on, somebody. Why? Because that's all he's got. I got resurrection power. I got power over sickness, power over disease, power over the devil, power over lack, power over everything. Why? Because he died to give you back life. You see it? So don't come out. Why are you going to go in you? What do you got? I got nothing. Stay here. Look what it says right here. You see this? Look over here. You want to see this? Oh, yeah, pop that over there. Grace and peace. Let's read it. I don't even know what this is going to say. The special sense of spiritual well-being being multiplied to you in true, intimate knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Keep going. We're going to read all the way to like five or something like that. I don't know, maybe five or six. Nah, I don't know. We'll see. For his divine power has bestowed on us absolutely everything necessary for a dynamic spiritual life. It don't get better than that, man. You got to believe, you got to renew your mind to this. Otherwise you think, well, I don't think my life's dynamically spiritual. Well, it is. And <laughs> godliness through true and personal knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. I know what the King James says. Now four is going to kick into gear. Four and five is going to make total sense. For by these has he, he has bestowed, by for what? For by these he has bestowed on us precious and magnificent promises of inexpressible value. So that by them you may escape from the, the immoral freedom, you might escape the, the immoral freedom that is in the world because of what? Disreputable desire, and I'm really doing good because that's far, and become... Sharers, it's kind of like weird in that one spot. Oh, my Jesus, that thing got light. Of divine nature. See that right there? You see that right there? So I'm, I got this divine nature from these divine promises. So these words, look at five. He said, look, you're going to have a little bit. For this very reason, applying your diligence to divine promises, make every effort in exercising your faith to develop moral excellence. And what? In moral excellence, knowledge, insight, and understanding. You got to add it all on. You see what I'm saying? So divine, now it says in the King James, these, you are a divine partaker. This is how it says over here. According as divine power, we say divine power has made me a partaker for because of these promises. So when you put these promises in you, you release the power to be in you. So when you start hearing all this stuff I'm telling you, you just got to believe it. Once you believe it, the power of it will come to transform you. That's what revelation does. The anointing is in the word, changes you. You understand that? You're a new creature. You know, remember he said in Galatians 6? He said in Galatians 6.15, he said, circumcision or uncircumcision don't mean jack. New birth means everything. Pop that up there, Galatians 6.15. I got scared. I'm a walking book on knowledge. You got it in Amplified? Let's just see what it says. Neither circumcision availed anything or nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. You see what I'm saying? You understand this? You understand what he's saying there? For neither circumcision, he's saying circumcision don't make no, Gentile or Jew don't make no difference, but only a new creature Creation, which is the result of a new birth, a spiritual, a new nature in Christ Jesus. You see that? Did you get that? 
You see what that says? You know what that means? The new birth transformed you. He said, it don't make no difference you Jew, Greek. don't make no difference where you come from. don't make no difference. Oh, you holy. You come from the holy land. I don't care how holy you think you are. Only thing that matters is a new birth. If you ain't in Christ, you have not experienced the new birth. There ain't no one. This is why, this is why all the old world religion is stupid. Did he just say the world religion is stupid? Twice. Because let me tell you why. This is how you can solve the problem of world religion. And I ain't here to offend nobody. I love people. But let me tell you why it's goofy. And I'm telling you the God's honest truth. Very, very important. Are you ready for this? Who is the only perfect man that ever walked the face of the earth and redeemed mankind? Jesus Christ. And the only way to get to heaven is through the perfect substitute, Jesus Christ. So all that other stuff ain't making no deal. Ain't getting you there. That's all the earth. You want to know what it is? You got to have Jesus. And now they need you preaching a lot longer because ain't nobody, no, nobody know nothing. <laughs> see that? You want to see 2 Corinthians 8 9? Why, well, thank you. Go to Ephesians. Sorry, go to Ephesians chapter 2, 8 and 9. That's where I want to go. You doing all right? You got another hour, right? What do you mean, man? Y'all home and y'all cooped up in the house and can't go nowhere. Some of you need to get out and take a walk or something. You might go wacky. Praise be to God. <laughs> can you go outside? I don't know. I think you can. You can go outside. Just don't, don't go near weird-looking people. Six feet away, I'm telling you right here right now, Lauren walking around with a tape measure. <laughs> For my great... Oh, wait, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, we got nine. We got nine. We're at a max capacity. Somebody got to leave. You can stay. I make 10, but we're six feet of separation, so we good. We obey the law around here. We're relevant church. Playing up. You got some of these cop people trying to get weird now. We're doing what we're supposed to do. I'm just telling you. Till I go outside and just have two hula hoops, I figured it out. I'm going to put you all on a hula hoop. <laughs> I figured it out. I'm going to get hula hoops, and I'm going to put your hula hoop on you. You walk around with the hoop with your group of 10, and then if you don't bounce into one, and don't touch them. You can't have, you know why you can't have church people show up right now? They all want to touch one another. The guy told you, don't touch one another. You stop touching people. Don't touch nobody. Do the air thing. It ain't nothing. You ain't going to get that stuff, but you know what I'm saying? Just try to, try to live up to the expectation. Help us. All right? And if you see me out, don't hug me. For by grace. <laughs> I just kidding. You got to have fun. Look at I love this thing. Here it is right here. Wow. If I could ever get this timing just right, I'm going to be so dangerous. Well, you got to go up and in. For it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor, drawing you to Christ that you have been saved. Actually delivered from judgment. Do you see that? Whose idea was that? Okay, so he delivered you from judgment. How are you going to get judged? Can't. Somebody tell you, well, you know, this is what I'm trying to tell you. They yelled about this grace message. That is so stupid. How stupid can you be to say grace isn't part of the gospel? Now, I say that meanly. Well, you're preaching all that grace. Well, that's what Jesus preached, bro. <laughs> what am I going to do? So you're more, you more, what was crazy? You're more in unbelief not preaching grace then you are preaching grace. So chill out. That's the truth. It's not right. Read the Bible. Am I, did I write this? This is the Amplified Bible. Somebody said, well, it ain't the King James. Brother, you know if I ain't the King James, it ain't the Bible. It's the Bible, trust me. There ain't nobody that's smart to write this kind of stuff but Jesus. 
You have been saved and delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation is not of yourself, not through your own effort. He just told you. You can't earn it. But it is what? Undeserved, gracious gift of God. Man, oh, man, whose idea was that? Look at nine. Don't get it on me. It's, re- it's not as a result of works nor your attempt to keep the law so that no one will be able to boast or take credit in any way for his salvation. You can't go there. Imagine you go there. Look what I did, God. <laughs> God, it is me. Captain Marvel Wonderful. Look what I've done. And he's going to say, shut up. Look what I did. He ain't you can't do that. Listen, God changes your life by faith. And let me tell you something. You got to stay in faith to keep your life changed. Did you understand what I just said? God changes your life through faith. That's a good tweet. God changes your life through faith. And faith is going to what? Be the key to keeping your life changed. You understand that? You just got to stay in faith. God changed your life through faith. You understand that? He said, just believe. And faith is going to change your life. You see what I'm saying? Just stay in faith. Believe it. What do I got to do to get saved? You believe in Jesus Christ. Okay, good. I believe. Just stay in faith now. Everything that Jesus said now, stay in faith. If he's, look, that's the thing. Why do you think fear is trying to run through this world and cause total havoc? Because if you get out of faith and you start, look, ain't nobody telling you walk around dumb and not be smart. But let me tell you, you start walking around with fear, you're going to have all, you won't, it's a magnet. Fear is a magnet. You will attract it. You will. Look, ask Job. And you ain't Job. There ain't no modern day Job, by the way. Job was unrenewed in his head. Okay? Understand this. God took it all on him so you don't have to take it on you. Did you get that? Man. You got to get this, right? The whole thing is this 2 Corinthians 5.21. Remember we read this? Him who knew no sin, God made to be sin on our behalf. Can you look at 2 Corinthians 5.21? I know we read it like five times today, but praise be to God. Let's read it one more time. (laughs) Maybe it'll get you. He made Christ who knew no sin to be judicially what? To be sin, right? To be sin on our behalf so that in him we would become the righteousness of God. That it is, we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his gracious, loving kindness. Did you get that? Jesus guarded God. Everything we have done, right? Righteousness. What does righteousness mean? It's the ability to stand in the Father's presence as though sin had never been. As free as Adam was before he transgressed. Amen? Woohoo! Check this out. This is why Romans 8 and 1 is strong. Let them see Romans 8 and 1. This is the thing. That all, the only righteousness of the church. See, Calvinistic teaching is screwed up. You know what I mean? You understand that? You don't know what that is all about? Calvinistic teaching is making man unworthy. It's an unworthy doctrine. So obviously I'm not a real big fan of it. <laughs> Did I just rebuke him? No, I just opened my mouth loud and you heard it. Yeah, I did. It's, I, don't, I don't agree with it. You agree with it? I don't think it's too staunch for me. Because this is the thing, the only, see, the only righteousness the church has been taught is that realm of that window, and that type is unworthy man. Right? The, the, the righteous understanding that the Bible teaches is different. 
It's, it's a different window to look through. If that's based on works, then we're all in trouble. But if it's an operation of grace, now see, here's the problem with people. They said, well, you give them the grace thing, they're going to go off the rail. Well, guess what? They're going off the rail with the works thing just as hard. So let's just try to find balance in the middle of the road and trust what I'm telling you and just do what I tell you to do and your life will be easy. I don't know why you guys got to complicate this stuff. You see these screens, wherever it is? Man, that thing's cool. I like this part the best. I'm the walking word. You can see me back there, look. Wait, that's the wrong hand. Everything's backwards up there. Okay, therefore, come on, have a little fun. Lighten up. You've been trapped in the house for a week. Therefore, there is what? No condemnation. No, oh my God. Oh, I, did this not make you want to shout? Maybe I'm the only one excited about Jesus. Come on, you nine people in here, give him some praise. I'm in a room with nine people, man. Help the brother out. Will you cry out loud? We should just take a break and come back. We're going to preach all night long. We're going to take a break and come back. We're going to have recess. Remember when you had recess in school? We're having recess. And then we're going to come back from recess, and we're all going to get a brother Lim. We're going to get a candy bar, and then we're going to everybody gonna, we're gonna chill out, and then we're going to come back and preach. Because you can eat candy. Some of you better stop eating, because the only thing this corona thing is going to do is make you gain weight. Therefore, I'm not being, <laughs> being picky, but I went to Walmart. Man, all those people got snacks. I'm going to tell you what America's in right now. They're drunk. <laughs> they got more booze. They're they shipping the booze in. Today, I was at the day in the line of booze. The guy's like, hey, dude, all, you, all you people better stop drinking, and y'all better stop eating all them, those ding-dongs and ho-hos and Twinkies, because there ain't no excuse to get off the rail, because summertime's right around the corner. All right? I just said it. I got it out. Everybody be free. Hey, listen, there's no condemnation in them that are in Christ Jesus, but I'm just telling you, look, the Lord ain't going to make it go away. And some of you guys, I can't go outside. You, can, you better get on the treadmill. Therefore, there is now no condemnation. Look what he says here. No guilty verdict. This is the Bible. No punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus, who believe in him as personal Lord and Savior. Man, I go to heaven. I'm going to read, I'm gonna read Romans 8.1. If they try nailing me with something like, sorry, no, in 1970, I'd be like, bro, 8.1, I'm going to walk in here like a lawyer. You guys better wake up. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now. You can say, hey, Pastor Chris, you ain't even got to mention my name. Just say 8.1. I'm going to go to heaven. God's going to whip out the DVD. He's going to be like, all right, everybody sit down. Praise the Lord. We're going to watch the video of Sarno. Here we go. We're going to start right now. 1971. Here comes birth. Here in March of 71. And you go, I'm going to be like, A1. They're going to show high school? A1. 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 I'm just going to go A1. They shut down the whole thing. They're going to shut it down. If you don't know nothing and go to heaven, you can look stupid because they're going to watch the video. I'm going to go in there, A1. What you going to do with that? Paul's going to be like, high five. You're going to be able to touch in heaven. I'm like, Apostle Paul's going to be like, Right on, bro. What are we tight? Peter, you should remember that when you fell in the lake. Should have pulled the A1, bro. You didn't know A1. You slipping. You look like a clown. Everybody's talking about you in the earth. You like the guy that fell in the lake and you cussed at the fire pit. You lied, you did. You cussed and lied. I didn't, yo, A1. You got the video? A1. Look what it says. This is funny, but are you believing this about you? Therefore, yes, God. There is no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment for those who are in. Are you in Christ Jesus? Then that's your, that's your 8-1. Why do you remember your sin and God forgot about it? Who believe in him as personal Lord and Savior. We are now new creations. We are righteousness of God in Christ. 
We have arrived. Hallelujah. Everybody's like, I have not arrived yet. I have arrived. I am on the scene. Have you think you arrived? You ain't never hear stuff like this. Everybody's like, well, it's not as though we've arrived. I arrived. I have arrived. Paul said he didn't arrive. Guess what, baby? We got resurrection power. We arrived. We are on the scene. Now act like the church in the earth. Stop thinking like you're going to get better next week. You're about as good as you're going to get. You ain't going to get better. Act like the church in the earth. You have arrived. It's not as though we have arrived yet, but we are becoming greater and greater. No, no, we're greater right now. We got resurrection power. They didn't have this stuff. Jesus didn't have this stuff. He went and got it for you and made you resurrection. That's your power. You stand there and tell coronavirus, shut up and sit down and be quiet. Slap the tar out of that stuff. Look, well, why don't you do it? Well, we are. It's listening. It's got no choice but victory. I ain't talking to it again. I talked to it once. I told you last Wednesday. I got victory. Victory. I'm just, they're waiting for the curve to do some. I'm looking for the curve to fall in the grave and die. Curve. What kind of curve? You going to walk by what you see? No, man. Walk by what I see. I gotta walk by what CNN says. I'll tell you that right here. Constant negative news. I'm looking about them nonsense. I'm looking about what the Dow Jones says. I'm telling the Dow Jones what to do. You better believe it. You better talk, but you gotta live big. You might need Chick Fil A to fall out the sky or something like that. They're like worried about food. I ain't worried about nothing. Stuff come out the sky. T bones cooked. Yeah, you want a strip? I'll get you a strip. Whatever you want. You want a strip steak? I want a porterhouse. Boom. Pow! It hit me. Ribeye. Bam! Just get it. Yeah, why not? Problem with that is all you people be hoarding up the manna like all those other people. You know what that mentality is? You, oh, I got it for Sunday. You want to know what this hoarding mentality is? A broke mentality. It is. A, a hoarding mentality. You see how America go crazy like this? They don't trust nobody but themselves. See, that's the only thing you do. You hoard stuff when you got, when you got a mentality of poverty. The children of Israel had a manna problem. They're like, go save it all. Now, I trust God. He'll show up with new stuff tomorrow. I ain't no worry. That's what happened with people. That's what happens with the church. The church so worried about tomorrow. He told you not to worry about tomorrow. He said, tomorrow I'll take you. better watch out. Tomorrow I'll take care of itself. <laughs> That's funny. I, I'm a, I should, you know, if this thing doesn't work out, this preaching thing, I'm going to be a comedian. All right, listen. <laughs> well, he said, righteousness, I don't know. I can't, it's 830. Oh, my God. Time flies even when there's nine people in here. Uh, righteousness got restored. Can I give you one thing? I'll give you more stuff tomorrow. Whatever that, whenever, I don't know when I'm coming back here. So what day is it? Uh, I don't even know what day of the week it is. But now I do everything via the internet. And I, I don't understand this stuff. I'm not doing this for long, I'll tell you that. I'm just being nice. For <laughs> Where are we going to have church? Outside. Praise the Lord. <laughs> With the oxygen tanks. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in America. I'm praying for the world, man. I'm praying for everybody. This stuff's not, this is, this is, this is evil. It really bothers you. You got to laugh a little because if you don't laugh, you'd be crying, man. Pouring in some people out here, don't know no better, and it's like they're, they're, they're devastated. Okay, ready? Here's a big, big thing for you to do. God has provided redemption. This is so good. Okay? Let me, let me give you this. So this, this, let me just wrap up the meaning of righteousness, then you can go. The meaning of righteousness is this. It's the ability to stand in the presence of God without the sense of sin, guilt, or inferiority. Did you write that down? Sin, guilt, or inferiority. So if you walk in the presence of God, you feel guilty or sinful, something ain't right. You got a sin conscience. It also gives you legal access as a son. It also gives you fellowship with God as a father. When Adam sinned, he instantly lost all of it. 
fellowship with God, ability to approach him, sin consciousness robbed man of his faith and filled him with a sense of unworthiness that dominated his conscience to today. The problem was this. God provided. Now, let me explain that. That was a big problem. But let me say. Now, here's the problem now. God has provided redemption that will take away sin consciousness, permit man to come into his presence, stand where Jesus did. If God could do that and faith could be restored, then the great enemy of faith is the sense of unworthiness. This is the coolest thing you got to learn. Righteousness will restore you to everything Adam lost, but you got to put faith in this message. Because all the stuff that he lost could come back if you can accept this position of righteousness. Now, here's a cool part, okay? Um, this is a big. Righteousness was restored, okay? And look at Romans 1, 16 and 17. And then you can play because we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up and I'll come back. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. See Romans 1, 16 and 17? Amplified's fine. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe, to the Jew first and the Greek. For therein is the gospel revealed from righteousness of God from faith to faith. As it is written, but the righteous shall live by faith. The righteousness that is revealed is the righteousness that the believer receives in Christ. Now I want to read this to you. Now just pull this in and we're going to wrap it up, all right? And then I'll come back with all this stuff and, and next well, Sunday and I'll give you this. Okay, now listen. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. That's the message. Both springing from faith and leading to faith. Disclosed in a way that awakens more faith. As it is written and forever remains written, the just and the upright shall live by faith. Now watch verse 18. For God does for God does not overlook sin and the wrath of God. For God does not overlook sin and the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. Now, you ain't ungodly or unrighteous. That's what the unrighteous get. You the righteous God in Christ Jesus. That's what we were. All ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who are in their wickedness, suppresses, and what? Stifle the truth. Keep going. Because the back end of this is going to make sense. Watch. Because that which is known about God is evident within them in their inner conscience, for God made it evident to them. So what's he saying? He's like, look, he said, the man that's unrighteous, you, you're held guilty. The man that, the, look at this. The man or the person that is unrighteous is the person outside of covenant. But look what he said in verse 17. Just go back because I want to say 16 is where we should have started. That was my bad. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation. For or from, watch, it's power of God for salvation. From his wrath and punishment to everyone who believes in Christ. So let me just read 16, 17, 18. It makes a whole lot more sense. Okay, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Why is that, Paul? For it is the power of God for salvation from his wrath and punishment to everyone who believes in Christ as Savior, to the Jew first and also the Gentile. So did you believe? Then you got what? You got exempt from the wrath and the punishment. 
Look what it says in 17. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, both springing forth from faith, leading to faith, disclosed in a way, opens more awakening to faith. It is written forever remains. The just shall live by what? Faith. The just and the upright shall live by faith. Then he goes on to say in 18, he said, look, the unrighteous man, the person outside of faith, for God does not overlook sin, not on the unrighteous or the person of outside of faith or the ungodliness of men and their wickedness. And obviously, he said, those guys right there are going to pay the punishment of sin. But you ain't them. You're the righteous. So wh wh where are you at? Are you righteous or not? If you are, then sin and all this other stuff can't get on you. Why is that so important? The righteousness that is revealed is the righteousness that the believer receives in Christ. That's what he's saying. No man has standing outside of Christ, but with Christ you have total standing. Man, I'm telling you right here now, this is so good. Even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to change you forever. Look at this, let me give you one more scripture, I'll leave you alone, Romans 3.26. Look at Romans 3.26. I'm gonna let you go. You pull this in. I was to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so that he would be the just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus and rely confidently on him as Savior. You see that? He's the just and justifier of you. Now, what's that mean? Man, I'm gonna get into all this stuff. Jesus was man's perfect restitution, he was the substitute for man. So, every redemption. Redemption was his plan, not just to buy you back, but to give you the position of dominion in the earth. So as we start building this up, you go back and look over the scriptures, man, this stuff is going to pull in and in more. And what you're going to do is you're going to start renewing your mind. Now remember this, I'm going to leave you with this. Okay, here's what happened to you. Okay, here's what happened to you. You got renewed in your spirit, but nothing happened with your mind and nothing happened with your body. You got to take your mind and renew it to the message of righteousness. And the only one who knows that is your spirit man. But your spirit man ain't just going to give it to you. You got to go get it. So you take the time in this season because your body is going to get a little difficult. It's like, ah, we, you know, it's like sensual. Your body gives you the sense of the earth. Your intellect gives you your, your mind, your will, and your emotions give you intellectual response. Oh, am I really that? Oh, your body gives you the feel side. I don't feel worthy. I don't feel, I don't feel conscious. I feel sin conscious. No, 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 no. Forget all that. Tell your body, shut up. Tell your mind, this is who you are. I'm the righteous of God. You got to start talking to yourself. I'm the righteous. You got an unworthy con. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. That's why God answers my prayers. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. That's why God does what he does. I he gave me his word. Man, this is so good. I'm going to say it. He gave me his word to take his place in the earth. That's the, that's the truth. He gave me and you his word to take his place in the earth. That takes revelation to get there. Once you get there, you got it. So you're going to work on this stuff with the renewing of the mind. What's the problem with this Christian that's been converted to Christ? His unrenewed mind keeps him limited to a sinful nature that he doesn't even have anymore. But that's all you remember. So we renew your mind to who you are in Christ, and now you got a brand new message. So I'm reprogramming your DNA. Because your DNA... I'm rewriting. You know what's funny? Um, you guys know what I'm talking about with this. They can rewrite code in a computer and make the computer perform. They could rewrite code. You could do it with cars, man. They, they, get in, they reprogram it, and it gets an optimal performance. 
I'm just going to rewrite your code. I'm going to get in there and mess with your head and get you to see yourself like you've never seen yourself before. And the key is this. Now, once you just accept it, it has the power. That's why I gave you that divine power. That power has the ability to transform you. Boy, that's so good, ain't it? So all you got to do is just don't reject, all right? You're getting this thing. It's going to get easier as we go. I'll talk about it for all month. Where we ain't going nowhere, so praise be to God. I'll talk about I'll have church every night. Glory to God. Until we get this reprogramming going and transform our world. Amen? Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Let's wrap it up. Father, I just thank you. I thank you for everybody watching. You know, there's some people out there. I want you to know there's some people, you're out there right now. You might be nervous. You might be even a little scared. You might not know what's going on. You might say, Pastor Chris, can I trust Jesus? You can trust him whatever fiber you're being. I'm going on record. I'm going on record telling you. I told you a week ago, this stuff can't stay in the earth. And I'm not telling it again. I've just been thanking God and praying in the spirit and believing. And we got that prophecy. That prophecy typed it out. But we got it. And I ain't letting it go. Then other people said somebody else prophesied the same thing. We told this thing what to do. It has no, see, it's going, see if it does, it's like a bully. It's going to say, you're going to back up on what you said? You're going to feel weird? I don't feel nothing. I'm not on my credibility. I told you that last week. I'm on his credibility. It's his word. I'm standing in the earth as God in the earth, telling it what it can and cannot do. It cannot stay. It has to go. It cannot affect the world. It has to go. It cannot do its level of destruction. It wanted to do. It cannot, 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 and it won't in Jesus' mighty name. So just, I want to pray for you tonight, though. There's people out there, you lost your job. There's, I, I've been saying this for a week. Supernatural provision. I, I pro, I'm going to give you testimony. I prophesied on Monday. I got a partner who was in, I don't hope they ain't watching. I got a partner who was in dire stress. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm going under, bro. I'm not going to make it through the week. It was Monday. I prophesied because I had the unction. And I said, you know, there's a story in the Bible in 2 Kings 7, 6, it starts, and he talks about the famine hits the land, and the donkey's head was like $100 for a donkey's head. Famine was disgusting. And the next day, the prophet said, the next day, it'll be pennies. And, the, and, the, and the, I got that in my spirit. I said, within 24 hours, your life's going to turn around. And I'm not kidding you, man. There was something that was issued by the government within 15 hours that shifted his economy and literally went from nothing to I don't even know what I'm going to do with the money I'm getting ready to make. I'm not, you better listen to me. You need supernatural provision. That's what you put me on. You got to hear the offering Sunday. God gave me the download. He gave me the download on the John chapter 6. He said, how do we feed them in a famine? Because what you see could change by what you sow. I promise you it's the God's honest truth. People say, well, you know, you're talking about, you know, some moron will tell you, oh, you're talking, you're just talking about money. Shut up. I'm talking about money. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about you making it through the middle of a mess. This is about money. This is about you sowing seed. This ain't got nothing to do with money. And it changed. It'll change. So you got to position yourself. Because some, some things with some of you people do, it's funny. The kind of people that are here, you got an economy you're looking at, you got an industry you're looking at. What are you going to do when the earth dries up? You ain't going to run for cover. You put the word of God in your mouth and say, 
supernatural provision, it'll shift. Something will shift. Something will come to you. Something will happen. I don't know how he's going to do it. I know he's going to do it. But I'll tell you what he's doing. He's pulling back that cloud looking at what you. Who are you going to trust in? Who are you put your trust in? Sit there and laugh at it. Ha, ha, ha. ha. I had somebody tell me they lost. Like, I don't even want to tell you how much money these people lost. There's somebody coming to me who lost over a lot of, like, if you lost more than all, if you just, I don't even want to tell you. But if you lost more zeros than you could even count, then I got people lost from scratch. And they're looking at me like, what are we going to do? I said, we're going to make every dime of it back. And I'm going to get six times more. Seven just to tick the devil off. We're going to get it all back. So you might have lost your job. I was praying, but I got caught in the unction. So that's like a little unction trail. So don't you worry about it. Your economy, your economy is not the earth's economy. This thing will not affect you. I promise you, you'll get every diamond dollar back. You just got to trust God. You might not see it automatically. You're going to get every, your 401k is coming back. Your retirement fund is coming back. Everything. The Dow Jones from now to the end has to turn around. Something got to shift. I'm going to prophesy again. Father, I just thank you that I got the opportunity to speak the word of God and my word will not come back and not return without accomplishing what I sent it to do. I speak to the economy of America and I command it to turn around right now to go up, 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 up and increase. There ain't no devil in hell gonna stop the growth of the church and the earth. And I thank you, God, for the world economy shifting and changing. I thank you, God, that the wealth of the wicked is being transferred to the just. I thank you, Father, that supernatural ability is being released to overcome in a financial arena. Somebody lost their job this week, but you're gonna get a job by next week. Somebody's walked in through seasons of, oh, I don't know how. God's the way maker. He's gonna make a way where there seems to be no way. He's gonna move supernatural naturally in your midst. He's going to move prophetically in your moment. He's going to make a way to come about to you. And all you got to do is believe because I've never seen the righteous forsaken and I've never seen his seed begging for bread. I thank you, Lord, that you are the way, the truth, and the life. And you're going to make a way for each and every one of us. We bless your holy name in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Hey, listen, something cool. I'm going to come live Friday. I just got to figure out a time. What time do you want to go? 10, 1030? I don't know. Friday, I'm going to come live. I'm going to do live. I won't call it, I'm going to call it Faith-Filled Friday. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to come in here Friday and I'm going to shoot something live. I'm going to preach to you. I'll get you time. Be on the lookout. Come in here and shout a little bit. Sunday, we're going to be live on the internet again. Make sure you stay connected. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.